Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of... Meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Swords, an early break. Fun show so far. You get the podcast at theticketfm.com. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. You can always call or text at 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. By the way, it is November. We've reached November. How about that? October is over. Jeez. Hope you had a great Halloween. Yeah. It was amazing weather last night. It was active. There's a lot of people out. There, there were. All right. We're, we already did idle chit chat. I was just, for those who are tuning in now, making sure they know that. We already. Okay. Idle chit chat was good today. It was. Thank you to our sponsor. Newton's Lawn Care. Greg uh, has been texting us. Greg in South I read Carolina. A, I read one of his texts. Yeah. And here's another one. Trev Albert can easily protect Nebraska with a simple, strict morals clause in Urban's contract. What would that clause look like? I don't know. What is a morals clause? I don't. I'm not the one to ask. Um, <laughs> you know what a morals clause is for violation of certain, you know, we'll just frame it up as off-field indiscretions. Um, that's what it is. Basically, you know what it is. Come on, self-explanatory. Who else has a morals clause? You're fairly learned. I don't know. I don't know. Some of them would. Some probably are not publicized. I don't. Don't ask me questions. I don't know. I was just kind of curious how many coaches you think might have a morals clause in their. Well, you wonder about Lane a little bit, possibly. Um, but I don't know that. I don't know that. Anywho, anywho, um, <laughs> Lane is being Lane the Lane Kiffin being linked to Auburn already, not officially, right. just a name that's coming up. Well, again, I've seen it wouldn't be official. We, we obviously, we mentioned the names last hour that are linked to Auburn with Brian Harson being fired yesterday. Lane Kiffin, you've seen Hugh Freeze, Dave Aranda, Mark Stoops, Matt Rule, 
Urban Meyer. Okay, let's get to the topic because this fits. Okay. This fits. 464-5685, call or text as always. I saw Sam McEwen of the World Herald write yesterday, two days ago regarding a lot of things about Nebraska football. What's going on? What's been wrong? How can things get better going forward? Mm-hmm. And Sam wrote that one of Nebraska's biggest issues, Sip, is an offense designed on play design instead of brute force right. is a problem for Nebraska. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's a great, I think it's a great point. Um, now, Ohio State is an example of a team that doesn't have to just use brute force because they're because great receiver talent and great talent in general is available to Ohio State that's probably not available to Nebraska, not as easily. So I, Nebraska trying to be like Ohio State is a fool's errand, okay? But Nebraska just being basic – and being like Illinois, I mean, I don't even say like saying like Illinois because there's a lot of teams, especially in the Big Ten West, that keep it pretty basic. Run first. Can I mean what Illinois did against Nebraska was not fancy offensively. What Illinois does is not fancy, right? It's basic. No, it's not fancy at all. Right, it's basic. But they, got- they they run power. Right. They run counter and they run zone. That's what they run on their – and, and then they RPOs on the with the quarterback, a yeah, lot of RPOs, right? So power, counter, zone, a lot of RPOs by the quarterback. RPOs off the run stuff, which makes a lot of sense, right? Yes. So, no, it's not and, – and you know what? Minnesota's, Minnesota's that way, right? Minnesota's basic, pretty basic. Now, they, they incorporate the slant. That's that. That's been their calling card: slant passes, slant routes. But look what they did: nineteen play, ninety-nine yard drive to start off the game against Rutgers. Nineteen plays, ninety-nine yards. Ninety-nine yards. Nineteen plays, ten minutes, twenty-four seconds, bled off the clock in the first quarter. They had the ball the whole first quarter. That's winning football. So Sam's exactly right. Actually, you'd prefer like the re- part of the reason Sam's right. Again, if you just tuned in, we're, Sam McEwen, World Herald writes out writes that Nebraska. One of their biggest issues is the fact that they have an offense that is designed on play design instead of brute force. We just mentioned Illinois <coughs> is not fancy. Illinois does basic run plays, but they have a good offensive line and a good running back that they achieve success with, and they just keep the ball moving. Same thing with is, – is Minnesota that? Yes, I, I just said that. Yes, Minnesota is that. Wisconsin is that. I'm just saying that Minnesota is not fancy. fancy. They're not no, fancy. They're not fancy. They have big offensive linemen and a good running back. Right. It's basic football. They move the football. They get yeah. first downs. I mean, out-scheming people is – it's a it's a nice thing to think about, if, especially in the PlayStation world. But I think – is that what you try to do is out-scheme people? Yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, not, not, but this is real. PlayStation. This is reality. Um, no, the way Nebraska is playing isn't sustainable. We have said that, you know, scrap, 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 and hope Casey completes a few deep balls. That that was just a stopgap measure. Um, hopefully, on the way to something more sustainable. I Frost tried to combine his system at Oregon with a more power oriented. 
element with more power oriented elements. I don't, it just didn't work. Don't, I mean, we should have known better than to, when he started recruiting guys that were my size in that duck our position. Well, you, know? you were critical of that to begin with. I was. You were like, I don't like these small receivers. That's yeah, well, not yeah, what, what we are we need doing? To have. No, you were critical yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, that's not. That's not what. That's not what sustains. You, you might be able to. You might. That might be able to pop for a year or two, but I don't think you can sustain that way. You know, big offensive line, good running backs, um, an efficient quarterback. So yeah, I mean, I. Okay, now when you get into these candidates, these candidates. Now Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss is running the ball Let's look at really most well. Game. I'll get their most recent game. Ru- oh no, they're running it really well this year. I don't know why I bring up Kiffin. I bring him up in part because he's an offensive mind, but I don't always associate him with basic Brett Bielema style football. Okay. This is going to help you out in an argument. Okay. In their most recent game, Ole Miss beat Texas A&M okay. 31-28. Okay. Here's the rushing stats from okay. that game. Yeah. My eyes are wide open. Yes. Number one, they passed the ball 20 times, okay? 20 passes, 63 rush yeah. attempts yeah. for 390 yards, an average of 6.2 oh, yards a, per That's really impressive. 20 passes, 63 Rushes. I think they took that show on the road too. That, yeah, was, that was at A and M. Yeah. So so think about what they did. They took that running game on the road to Kyle Field, and wow, and beat Texas A and M. Beat them. I mean, literally yeah, one by three. I know, but they beat them. Out toughed them. They did out tough them. There's they, no. Yeah, you you can did. definitely no, say they, that. They, they did. So Lane's. If you look at Ole Miss now, you might want to do this now on your little phone. Yeah, I there. Got it. Look up where they rank nationally in rushing offense. I can do that. It's high. They're running it. Um, the lane train is is steamrolling teams on the ground. Now I don't know. I okay. Yeah. What are they? One. Ole Miss rushing the football this season nationally uh-huh. is third behind the academy schools, Air Force. Army, and then Ole Miss is number three in rushing the football. Maybe Lane's getting ready to make a move to the Big Ten. I'm not sure people are aware of that. I was not aware they ran the ball that well. Oh, yeah, they're Ole, running a hell Ole out of it. Ole Sip is third in the country yeah, they got, in rushing. They got multiple running backs that are going good. Um, multiple running backs going good. If you look that up, yep. you'll find that. Well, I'll give you their guys. Okay. They had a guy run for 205 against A&M. Okay. Jud- Judkins. Judkins. The name was this. Okay, here's their guys. They have a guy named Quinshawn Judkins, who has 180. He's a freshman. Mm-hmm. Freshman. 180 carries for 1,036 yards, 13 touchdowns this year. Already. Average of 5.8 yards Man. per carry. Then Jackson Dart runs the football. He's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He, on the season, rushing. I don't have his rushing. St- uh, he has. He's had a couple games where he's been close to 100 yards, one over it against Auburn in a win. But yeah, I mean, they're running well. And Evans, uh, Zach Evans has 108 carries for 680 yards mm-hmm. and seven touchdowns, yeah, an average of 6.3. Multiple guys. They're running it. the ball. All right. So, yeah, Lane would do it. When you look at these candidates that we think are candidates, like Bielema would be a good one. Yes. I'm not sure what Dave Dorn, how he would work it. I'm going to mention a few that we think at Husker Online that would say yes. Leipold, 
I think would say yes. I agree. Now Leipold's offense. I mean, he comes from was he's from he's a Wisconsin native, and but he, it's not like he's got a ground. I don't know. I don't know how it, his his system's multiple. It's just you can couch it that way. Dorn, I'm not sure, but I think Dorn. I think Dorn. I think Trev would have a good chance of landing Dave Dorn from North Carolina State. I don't know what would, he would runs. Would that rev the fan base up? I don't know. I say no. You don't think so? No. His his resume is surprisingly good if you look over the course of time. Really good. I stand. And by then what Mark I said. Stoops. And then Mark Stoops. Now Stoops would bring a tough, tough Big Ten type of football with him from Kentucky. Mark Stoops. You would. Those are guys that I think Nebraska can get. Three bigger names I think Nebraska can get. So what kind of offenses would would they bring? We hope they would they would be ground oriented. We hope. God, we hope. Let me ask you this. What? Lane Ki- go back to Lane Kiffin for a second. The Lane train. Lane Kiffin is is mentioned right now as a possibility at both places that at yeah. Nebraska and Auburn. Yeah, just mention. What, what do you think if he were to leave Ole Miss, which one is more realistic? I mean, his dad's his dad didn't get a chance to be the head coach here because they because Devaney selected Osborne. I wonder sometimes if Lane would say, you know what, my dad didn't get the job, and I'm going to get that job. I'm going to take that Nebraska job in honor of my dad. I I I wonder that sometimes that those ties to the program, if those are if those are strong at all, who knows? Who knows what those conversations are like? Um, Lane runs the football. Lane's he does. He's also very pragmatic, and he might want to stay in that region where there's talent. You know, Auburn. You're down in the talent. You're down in the fertile talent. But like you said, go back to what you said a little bit ago. You want to wake up every morning and have to beat Nick Saban. I know. Now Lane Kiffin coached with Nick Saban. Yeah, he, he might want the, to take him down. Maybe. Yeah, Lane's a high achiever. Lane isn't scared. And saving seventy one, right? I don't know. I, which I, I, one? Well, think think about what it I would, would love to think that I would love the sight of Lane Kiffin on the Nebraska. Think sideline. about this though, in that in that potential conversation, where Nebraska fans are getting beat down day by day by day, to take an SEC standing <clears throat> head coach and bring him to the Big Ten. Oh man, we're I know. Not, we're not talking about. An up-and-coming coordinator. We're talking about, in this instance, a, a man who is achieving success right now at an SEC school in Lane Kiffin. For those people driving to work who just flipped on the dial, we have no information. Right, this is just speculative. This is just, well, you know what it is? It's fantasy. Fantasy is world. Is. Yeah, we're, and that's largely what we've done with this coaching search when we discuss it. Most of what we talk about is, is fantasy because for all we know, Trev has locked down somebody already, right? And so I, I you know, but it's fun to think about Lane Kiffin on the on the Nebraska sideline. It's fun, right? It's fun. It sure it is. It's yeah, it's great fun, and he's doing well right now. It's more fun when he's actually achieving. You know what? You know what wouldn't be fun is being Trev Alberts right now. I don't think it'd be fun unless he's got his guy. Yeah, and he feels really good about it. Right. Like, the problem is now, what if that guy's Matt Campbell? No. Oh. This place will burn to the ground. It can't be Matt Campbell. I, it can't be. It can't if, be Matt Campbell. If it were Matt Campbell, this place would burn to the ground. I just don't. He's The way he loses, he loses close games. 
We've already seen that show. I don't like that show. Right. He had a he had a disappointing season last season with a a team that was people thought was stocked with talent, followed by a more disappointing season. And you're going to make him the head coach here? No, no way. I'm just no saying, way. I'm just saying that. No, if that, was that is not happening. Yeah, it better not be. No, it better not be. This is getting kind of get interesting. But I'm I'm with Sam. Going I, yeah, back going back to the original discussion. Sam McEwen, World Herald writes that Nebraska's one one of their biggest problems is that they have an offense that is designed on play design rather than brute force. Well, it has to be right now though. I don't this is not this is not to take Whipple to task. What if I mean, come on, Whipple would just be beating his head against the wall if he said, ah, you know what, we're just going to try to run it. You know what? Ratio. That's the long-term goal. 70-30. Yeah, it's a long-term goal, but it's not realistic but in Nebraska, the short term. But Nebraska has refused to build that method of offense in the last two coaches. Oh, yeah. They've refused. They've right. re- they tried to have a pass-happy offense. I think that if – they had, you know, what if what if Frost would have gotten an Amir Abdullah? Would he have changed his tune a little bit? I would hope so. I would hope so. I mean, Bo had the, well, not the luxury. They went out and got guys, and they had guys. They they went out and got Bo went out and got Burkhead. He recruited running backs very well, and he went he went right. out and got Amir Abdullah, and he inherited Roy Halu, right? Yes. So yeah, Bo Bo never had a problem at running. Back. No, not really. Again, inherited Halu, but also yeah, like you said, they got. Burkhead Abdullah. That's yep. their guys. And now, those are very good if running Frost backs. would have went out and got those type of running backs, would he have leaned on them? They leaned hard on those guys. They leaned hard on them, Jake. Well, and they and they performed well in that role. Well, yeah. Amir ran for back-to-back season of 1,500 plus. That's really good. That's and really think about good. all the games. Second that, round draft pick. Think of all the games that Rex went in that 25 to 30 carry range. They also, again, they didn't have an outstanding line, but they had a pretty dang good offensive line. Pretty good. Better than it is now. Way, way um, better. Um, th- th- that really good stat in Sam's article, Nebraska 6-20. and 6-20 mm. against the Big Ten West since 2018. Terrible. 6-20. and 20. Now, and you have in your mind's eye a picture of what how those teams operate, and it's, it's brute, more brute force than fancy scheme, right? I mean, you got to be smart as an offensive coordinator, even running Illinois type offense. You, you still got to be crafty. I mean, you got to know what what you're doing. But it is about more about brute force than, hey, I'm just going to outsmart the guy on the Imagine other side. Imagine how much easier it is as a football program when you have a good offensive line, just do wow. whatever you want. Well, I mean, you know, it it starts there. I know it has to. I mean, quarterback is obviously huge, but it starts. Yeah. With the trenches, yeah. and so many times it's just not been that way for Nebraska. Don't you think Trev is going to these prospective candidates or did go to whoever he's talking to and said, I need your plan for the trenches. All right. And if and if you if you try to talk around this, well, I'm not telling this to the candidate, but I'd be thinking it. If if this guy tries to talk around this part. I, I'm eliminating him. I want a plan. How do you do it? You know who would have a plan when you asked him that? Bielema. Urban Meyer. Yeah, probably. Have a plan. Yeah. You know who would probably have a plan? Fleck. Uh, yeah. You know who apparently has a plan is Lane. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, you mentioned the running backs, but there's no way they're ranked third nationally in rushing offense oh, without, God, yeah. without a good line. No, they have to have a good line. Yeah. Absolutely. They're blowing holes in the SEC. Hello. Hello. Third in the country. First in, when it comes to non-academy rushing schools. First. Lane Kiffin. Running the football. Robin Washington, Husker Online, is next on Early Break of the Ticket. 